From City Union Mission in Kansas City, Missouri, this is Hope Lives Here, the podcast. Each episode is designed to help you learn more about the mission's purpose, programs, and people as we minister to the poor and homeless in Kansas City. After nearly 100 years of ministry, we continue to see that help today provides hope for tomorrow. Thanks for listening as you enjoy this episode of Hope Lives Here. I'm Chris Michael, and it's another edition of Hope Lives Here, the podcast. I think you'll find this episode very interesting. Donald Day is part of our Christian Life program here at City Union Mission. And we'll find out what led to his homelessness, what life was like before City Union Mission, why he came to the mission, and what he hopes his life will look like beyond City Union Mission. Let's start out with this. When you say you were homeless, explain what that looked like. I lived on the streets for a while, and then I met a gentleman in Gladstone that I lived with for five years, and it's worked out very well, but his his girlfriend that came in, her and I, just see eye to eye, I decided to walk away from my place of residence to keep from having outbursts towards her. So I walked away from a place of very secure work, a place to live, and but I felt it was better for me to walk away from the situation. Let's talk about your upbringing. Are you from around the Kansas City area? I grew up in a little town of Western Missouri. My dad passed away 45 years ago, but we were farmers, and I truly enjoyed, and I think that probably started a downside of my life is when my dad passed away. It was sort of my early beginning into drinking, and the farmer my dad worked for really didn't trust me that much, although later in life he started to trust me even more. But we left the farm, and I went to work in the city, and it wasn't truly what I wanted to do. So it sort of recessed me into, into my beginning of my drinking. Donald Day is our guest. He's a participant in City Union Mission's Christian Life Program. Let me ask you, do you have family around here? I have a brother in Platte City, and him and I get along, but we are, I can't say we're distant, but we're we're too much alike. But he's um, he's into money. He enjoys and more he gets, the more he loves him. He loves life. I, in turn, am not about money. I want to live a daily life and, and to help. My most of the money I make, as I tell people for a period of years, I made myself homeless eight or nine years ago, which turned into true homeless because I I've given so much money away. Uh, but that's my joy in life. My joy in life is to work, make, and give away. Give us an idea about this. What was your life like, and what were you like before City Union Mission? Uh, in a way, lost. I had a very, very significant problem with forgiving people, and so it kept me stressed out for a long period of my life and made me drink a lot and not made very bad decisions in my life and lost friends and family over the fact 
since I've come to the mission, you know, they have they have taught me to forgive and forgive myself for the things I've done and forgive people for the things that they've done to me. And I feel much better about myself today. You mentioned alcohol a little bit earlier. Did that contribute to relationship issues with people? Not, not a problem with my relationship with people. My relationship with people were the problem that made me drink because I, I guess I say I'm passive. I would help people over help people, and then when I, in turn, when I need help myself, they sort of shun me away, and it it upset me and brought me to drink to try to relieve the problems of that. Now I've got I've gotten past that point. I understand that through the program here. <clears throat> Through the men's center over to CLP, I've learned to understand that one gentleman told me that he said, Donnie, I understand you're helping people, but I said, you cannot help people to the point of hurting yourself. Because he said, you're over helping people, you're giving them the last dollar out of your pocket, and then you don't have what you need. He said, you can't do that in life. He said, if you got $100, you can give somebody 20 or 30 or $50, but said, don't hurt yourself in the process of helping other people. Mm. So I've learned this, and I've learned to forgive people for what they've done. You know, people ask me why I come to the mission, <clears throat> why I'm here, why am I homeless? Uh, and I'll go, not to blow my own horn, but I go, I've got $200,000 out in loans to people that have no money, which in turn, with my life savings, I've given to people and just friendly loans, some in business loans, and they, they wasted it, and I have no return to it. So it made me truly homeless hmm. a couple years ago. That's the before. Now, why did Don come to City Union Mission? He answers that question when we come back. From right here in Kansas City, this is Hope Lives Here, the podcast from City Union Mission. Thank you for what you do. As an employee of City Union Mission, I hear that quite often. It's a blessing. And it reflects what God has done for nearly a hundred years. As we minister to the poor and homeless, truth is, we can't do anything without you. Your gift today provides meals, programs, and services. Your prayerful and financial support are the lifeblood of this crucial ministry. Visit cityunionmission.org to find out more. And thank you. Thank you. For what you do. A 92 Ford Taurus was home for Nicole and her kids. On a very cold Kansas City night, they huddled in the back seat. Tired and hungry, they braved tonight, hoping for a better tomorrow. They found it at City Union Mission. Warm beds, plentiful food and program services and loving people ready to shape Nicole's future. As you donate today, tomorrows are being built. Visit cityunionmission.org. Hope lives here. Find out how you can bless this ministry with your financial support or through volunteerism. Visit cityunionmission.org today for all the details. Again, Donald Day is our guest, a participant in City Union Mission's Christian Life Program. So you've admittedly made some bad decisions in your life, but you made a great decision to come to City Union Mission. 
What led to making that decision? I left my I left the house in North Oak and I come down and I lived a couple of different little places here and there and then I had someone tell me about the program actually a program and I come they said well you can stay at the city mission men's center and work and then I talked to a, a gentleman named uh, Keith which worked at the men's center and. A gentleman named Earl that said, have you ever thought about going to CLP? And I said, what is CLP? And they said, it's a Christian life program across the street. They said, you know, we understand you're not a bad person, but you have deep-seated feelings that are, that are making you struggle. And they said, well, you and other people, you know, them, Keith, you know, Earl, and then I talked to Doug Brody, which is head of uh, a learning center here. And he asked me three or four times, he says, come over, he says, I want you to come over. He said, you need help all the way around. He said, I think you might show people around you some what you have in you good. You may be able to stress to other people. And then you get rid of your anger and your and your forgiveness all at the same time, which I have learned to do. I've learned truly to forgive everybody. There is not a reason in my life to be angry at anybody anymore. <clears throat> I mean, I still, a little time here and there, I still get a little stressed out and angry at people for things they do, you know. But then I, I forget it two minutes later. So, so I, don't, I don't have any anger issues. I don't have any stress issues anymore at all. And it's because of this program. I mean, <clears throat> truly, Chris, there's, I mean, there's downsides to everything. But for all in all, you can walk through CLP and everyone here truly loves us with all their heart. And when you are, when you have a community of people that truly care about you. Our case managers, I have one case manager and other people have other case managers. For me to walk by and the, um, and a case manager is not even, my case manager is willing to pull me aside and talk to me for an hour and a half is incredible because they all care. It's not just my case manager cares. Every case manager, everybody here in this building cares about where we're going to and what we're doing. Talk about this, if you would. What was your life in Christ like before coming to the mission? I I got saved at a very young age and really was enjoying my walk with Christ until, as they say, don't let anybody divert you from your from your from your life in Christ. I let I let a gentleman divert me divert me away from it. A simple a simple thing he said made me walk away and not really walk away from my belief in Christ, but to walk away and truly walk with Christ in my, in my life. And for the last 40 years, I've sort of always believed in, in Christ and, and dying on the cross and resurrection, but I sort of stood to the side of it. You know, and still believing that in what 
he did for us, but it's hard to explain. Just stepping to the side and doing the worldly things to try to suppress what people were doing to me. And I don't know, it's just sort of it's sort of crazy, Chris, that uh, knowing and, and knowing for many for many years what our Lord did for us, but to step sort of away from him is and that's another thing a struggle has been in my life is a fact of people around me look and go it's been really difficult to step back towards Christ when you're this. And people will look at you and go, well, no, you're this and you're this. You're nothing but a drunk or whatever. And you're, you're never going to go back there again. You're never, no, you're too far gone. And people, you know, talk to you and tell you, well, you're, you're, you can't do this anymore. How can you ever go back to living in God when you, when you, when you're, when you're out here drunk in and in, in a bar fighting, how can you ever walk back with Christ again? And they've sort of, you know, the world has sort of talked me away from it. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard, but I know I've made it back, and I'm going to stay back, and nothing's going to defer me away from it. Uh, if something starts to defer me away, I'm, I will go another direction, but I'm never going to walk back away from him again, ever. Now, some people might be interested to find out, when does a typical day in the Christian Life program look like for you? Really, early in the morning, I get up. I get up at 6 o'clock every morning, go downstairs, have a cup of coffee, have a cigarette, which I shouldn't have. I'm trying to recess away from my cigarettes. And uh, just hang out, talk to people, you know, various people. I, there's probably 10 or 15 people I associate very closely with or pretty closely with. I talk to every morning and then we go to class and learn different things about, str- about stress and struggles and situations in life. And just, like I said, it's basically <clears throat> hanging out with the community people, that some somewhat bring things to me, but I try to bring simplicity to their life. I mean, I don't know if I can say something. You're gonna edit if you edit, edit. But you know, the, the walk with with Christ is so simple. I mean, people in life try to make our walk with with Christ so difficult. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, what's the difference between? Being happy having a bottle in your mouth or being happy with a Coke in your mouth? A beer versus a Coke. What you, why do we make it so difficult? It's very simple. I mean, as I was telling somebody yesterday, the day before, would you spend six months or whatever on the streets without anything, living on the streets, living in the gutter per se, to walk away in six months and come back and have life with no problems at all for eternity. Would you do that? Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Yes. And if you think about where we're going to, that we are living a short life to live forever in grace. I mean, 
Seriously, I mean, why why would you not be willing to do that? But people make it difficult. You know, well, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I, I, I got to have my beer, I got to have my, my cocaine or whatever. Sure, you're going to feel good for the minute. Think about feeling good forever. And... And I've made people think about this. I, I throw out ball, left field questions, I call them left field questions, and make people think about what I say. Because they've asked me before, why do you ask these questions, Don? Because I make you think about about things. I, you know, I can say something directly to you and give you the answer, and what good is that doing you? When I ask you a question that you have to open your Bible research and find the answer, then you'll read more of Scripture to learn deeper about what I'm asking you. And they understand. I mean, I have a, a very quirky way of asking things that if you don't, you really don't understand unless you read to understand. Donald Day is a participant in City Union Mission's Christian Life Program, and he's our guest on this episode of Hope Lives Here, the podcast. Well, let's finish with this. What's your life going to look like once you leave City Union Mission? What do you plan to do? I, I'm really, I've been, I've been thinking about going to the farm in Warsaw and working with the 18 to 21 year old kids down there that they're going to try to reset the program up down there. I mean, I have many skills from, from farming to, I mean, there's not a piece of equipment I can't run. I can work on cars. I can build houses. I've just pretty much spent my life since leaving the farm. I've learned about every skill imaginable. And uh, I'm going to go to school here at Goodwill and try to to re-electrify things I know because I have forgotten Chris, this is, is, I mean, I know this is a a crazy thing to say. I, in my life, I have forgotten more knowledge than what people know because I've had to suppress it because people didn't want to be around me. I say, Don, you're too smart. Why do you know this? Why do you know this? Because I've learned all these things. So I've, I've learned many skills. I have no need for money. So what I do, and really, in job-wise, I spend more time on the job once I learn what to, what we're doing. I spend more time on the job trying to integrate what skills I've learned into other people to make the jobs better. To exceed and help the person next to you exceed at their job. You know... That's what you, that's what I was taught in life. Always try to help your neighbor with his job to make your job, in fact, easier. Because if you're working on a semi line and you're doing a specific job and you're doing your job well, and the guy in front of you is struggling, show him. Or the guy behind you is struggling, show him. Maybe a, a easier way to do it that you know how to do that makes your job in turn easier. And that's just something I've always instilled in my life. And people go, well, why do you want to help somebody like that? Then it makes the whole community grow together. What a great conversation. Donald Day from the Missions 
Christian Life Program. Final thought from you. I love everyone in this facility. I am, that's all I want to say. I love everyone here. I've never, I have not met anyone here I do not love. There is no one in this facility that I would not walk over top somebody for. I love everybody here. Great way to finish. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Hope Lives Here, the podcast. Again, don't forget all the episodes are available on the mission's website, along with so much more information about City Union Mission. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Hope Lives Here, the podcast, is the production of City Union Mission in Kansas City, Missouri. We invite you to visit our website and listen to other episodes at cityunionmission.org. There, you'll also find out how you can become part of this vital ministry by volunteering or providing financial support. With any questions or comments, call host Chris Michael during business hours at 816-222-5061.